and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more. I enjoy and appreciate every guest that takes time out of their day to join us on the Power Performance Podcast, but every now and then we get a guest that is so good that we ask them to come back, and in this particular case, we had such a great time with John Wilkening the first time he was on that we created a special episode that's going to run quarterly, and that is called Bank Like a Champion Today And so today, Bank Like a Champion Today, episode two featuring banking coach John Wilkening is what we have in store for you today after the break. Great conversation with him. The numbers they are putting up at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union are insane. It's absolutely amazing. And so as I've said many times on this show, we don't do a lot of theory here. We talk to real banking professionals who are doing real banking things and having real banking results. You'll remember the first time we had John on, we had that guy from, I forgot the name of the company now. He had invited me to some word salad webinar that he couldn't even describe. I think his name was Chris. Uh, Strategy Core? I think it was Strategy Core. And then that juxtaposed with an expert, an absolute stone-cold banking expert like John Wilkening really fired my imagination that you know, after COVID-19, we have got to have some new experts in the banking marketplace, especially in the credit union marketplace. I work in both worlds, and the credit union conference clan, the same people that have been talking about the same things for the last 20 years, they need to be marginalized because they really haven't done anything during COVID-19. John and his team up at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union demonstrate the tremendous chasm that exists between surviving something like COVID-19 and thriving during COVID-19. And so it's going to be a real pleasure to talk to him by way of programming updates. Coming up next week, we'll be talking to a follow-up with the most listened to show of all time. Um, Miss Grace Heinrichs was the most listened to show of 2020, but she is actually the most listened to show of all time. And that is 10 years of doing this show. And I'm sure Mr. Jim Blaine, who had that title for a long time, is happy to give way to such a talented and energetic and sophisticated young lady who came on and talked to us about the theater and the life is indeed a stage and we are all playing on it. How is your live performance? I believe when COVID-19 ends, and it will, it will someday we'll be, you know, looking through things and find an old mask and say, remember when it will come to an end at some point. And I believe there's going to be a renaissance, a reappreciation for those interpersonal conversations in person and on the phone and through the ITMs at banking brands all over America. So when that curtain goes up, are you going to leave your audience wanting more. Hey, it's the tagline of the show and a good time to say we're going to go up to South Bend, Indiana to talk to banking coach John Wilkening and we're going to do it all right after this.
For over 10 years, it's been conference-quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, without the $13 light beer, and without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Earlier this week, I posted on LinkedIn the top four most listened to shows of the year. And at number two was John Wilkening with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And as we're recording this show in early December, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team is also number two in the nation. Coincidence? I don't think so. He is our banking coach reminding us to bank like a champion today. Hey, John Wilkening, welcome back. Hey, Jace, great to be back. Always love being on the show. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, John, in a year like no other, you know, if we don't learn something from this year, shame on all of us. What are the big lessons for retail banking leadership in 2020? You know, honestly, and, and take this and learn from it for all, all, all time. Uh, I certainly brought the lessons of the 2008 Great Recession with me, and it really led mm. to our success. And uh, the fact of the matter is, anticipate. There it is. Anticipate yeah. retail leadership. What challenges are coming up for your team? Uh, what could throw a monkey wrench or a wall around success? And how you're going to adapt and overcome? And you know, Jason, let me let me tell you this. Uh, five years ago, uh, it seemed like the craziest thing in the world, and the, and the staff resented it. Uh, they didn't understand it, but we even in our branches, if you came in to close alone in person, instead of using the ink pen, we had you working on EDOC. Every loan was being electronically signed in the branch. And, you know, people said, well, this is crazy. They're resistant to change. Well, here we are in the biggest crisis, one of the biggest crises in our history, uh, and we are just flourishing at, un, you know, unprecedented levels. So I would tell retail leadership to expect the worst and then, and then expect the win while you're going through the worst. Uh, and it can yeah. be done if you, if you anticipate problems and put in strategies. That is a great story. You heard me talking about some of the numbers in the setup. You guys are just doing so very, very well. But with that in mind, I've got to ask you, looking ahead to 2021, how do you feel about things? Are you, are you hopeful? Are you pessimistic that things might regress towards the mean? Are you somewhere in between? Wow, I just made that rhyme. That was accidental. How do you feel looking ahead to the year 2021? <laughs> Well, I like to look ahead and, you know, and have some vision. Uh, really, I try to play the game one day at a time. And, you know, I know one thing. If I've trained my team, I've empowered my team, uh, the fact of the matter is, regardless of anything that goes on, Jason, winners are going to win. Uh, you know, yep. and so I'm, I, I don't care what happens. I honestly don't. I want the best for everybody. Don't mistake what I said there. But the fact of the matter is, if the economy just hits a cliff, if, there's always going to be people out there that need help. You may have to go out there and search harder, fight harder to find them to help out. But the fact of the matter is, regardless of anything in the economy, anything that's going on in the world, uh, we got people to help. And we may have to search harder, uh, but we'll find them and help them. So, I'm, I'm very, I, I like the way things are going. I feel, how could I not feel comfortable right now as my, you know, my team has put up the McDouble, as we call it, at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Uh, we tr whenever we get a million dollars a week in the, uh, checking accounts and a million dollars in loans, we call that a McDouble. And I'm very proud to tell you that we're closing in, 
we, we're closing in on McDouble for the year. We're up $123 million in checking accounts, and we're going over $100 million in our, in our consumer loans. Uh, so I, I'm optimistic. You know, I think we, we have our mission, and we'll adapt, and we'll overcome, and we're certainly prepared. Uh, we want to play chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Uh, and so the fact of the matter is I feel comfortable. I mean, I really do. I think we're going to have some battles, and I think through hard work and helping out the community and helping out the family, we'll get there. Yeah, I'm speaking of family, many, many years ago, a very uh, dear family member of mine was going through a divorce. And I said to her, I said, there is going to be a day. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be a month from now. But there's going to be a day where all of this is over, where this is in your past, where you don't this all the time. I think there's going to be a day, hopefully, next year where we're going to be going through our glove compartments in our car and find an old mask and just sort of chuckle and say, remember when. And I, I hope we get there sooner than later. But when you talk about the loans and the deposits, it sounds like the member owners of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union are optimistic about the future too, doesn't it? It absolutely does. I mean, you know, really, I mean, our mortgage department is hitting $40 million a month. We know rates are low and everybody's succeeding in the mortgage business. But the fact is that our mortgage team is just playing at an unprecedented level for an organization of our size. Um, and, yes, I think the community, uh, through our leadership, uh, you know, going back to the PPP program, um, yeah. I think our community and our brand uh, feels very comfortable, and our members certainly are very confident. Yeah. Speaking of community, I wanted to ask you very directly, since you are the banking coach, what did community banking brands – in your opinion, I know you can't follow all of them, but you're a very well-informed gentleman. You keep up with a lot of things on social media while doing your full-time gig at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, proof that uh, multitasking is not just for the millennials and the Gen Zers. What did community banking brands do well in 2020, and what do they, do, what do they need to do better? What they need to do better is build, build on what they did well, which was stand in front of the community uh, the credit unions and the community banks stood out there with experts. They stood out there with folks with an umbrella during an incredible rainstorm. You know, the big banks yeah. weren't out there. They, they weren't out there uh, to, to coach and to teach and to educate uh, the members and the communities and the customers, and that's where this game of banking, of bettering lives, changing life a day is won. Uh, the community mm -hmm. banks embraced, and when I say community banks, I mean credit unions as well. They embraced yep, their expertise yep. in the community their expertise in the community, and that's what they did well. All of a sudden, you know, the product pushers, the big banks, uh, they weren't out there to help you. And to, uh, while they did PPP loans, they weren't sitting down and doing a lot of strategizing with the small business owners. And the, and the community banks flourished there, and I encourage them to take that level of expertise because isn't it funny, Jason, that, you know what, everybody's gone to the mega banks for uh, convenience, but when one of the worst things in history happened, they all ran home because they knew there was an expertise they of the beautiful community bankers and credit unions. Did. They absolutely did. I was just going to say that it's only anecdotal evidence, but we've had a lot of people on the show this year who, like you, were closing loans at 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning, and so many of them told me the same story 
small business owner went to Chase or Bank of America or Wells Fargo. They had no clue, and that person came over to the community bank. They got to sit down with the real person. They got to go through everything. You know, I, like I've, I've said many times on the show this year, in my estimation, community banking brands, including credit unions and community banks, staved off absolute economic disaster in the spring of 2020 by figuring out the SBA PPP without the benefit of 6,000 conference sessions, 200 rubber chicken dinners, no YouTube videos, no webinars. It was good old-fashioned local hometown banking ingenuity. That is why there are a lot of businesses in Indiana that still have that open sign hanging in their door, isn't it? Absolutely right. You know, they, the moment came and they, and, they flour, and they flourished. It was the moment to shine. But we know that the community banks and credit union employees are A to Z, are a, a to Z financial physicians, advisors. And, you know, yeah. you get into the big banks and they taught you to do one thing well. Yeah, exactly. Just push product and, and things like that. No, it's absolutely. I think it's a triumph for certain credit unions, not all credit unions, and, and a lot of community banks. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun watching the arc of success with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Uh, to, to end this, this episode of Bank Like a Champion, I do want to go back to one of my absolute favorite things that you guys are doing. Um, as I've said many times on the show, the best dressed financial brand in America is South Carolina Federal Credit Union, but the best fed Credit union in America may be Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. This thing where you go out on Friday, you buy lunch for your staff, free, not, you don't go to McDonald's, you don't go to big chains, you go to local restaurants, local hometown restaurants. Tell us how that's going, because I notice y'all are still doing it. Oh, it's just wonderfully fun. I mean, it's, it's, it hasn't diminished in the least. And, of course, it's inbred in, like, our great culture of having fun and uh, but, I mean, the, the, the restaurants, the business owners are so happy. And, and you know what, Jason, it was wonderful because last week was Thanksgiving. We're going to be closed on Thursday and Friday. Um, and, and we know that, you know, Thanksgiving, the restaurants are going to be closed. So we moved our uh, lunch day up last week to Wednesday to make sure that I we went that. out to support the local <laughs> We went out to support the local community, and and they gave thanks. I mean, really, because that was the one thing they were saying is Notre Dame's not going to be here next Friday, and that's been a that's been a big ticket. Um, it's yeah. just our way of giving back. It's a wonderful you know, program. I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to it every Friday, checking out where y'all are going. Um, it sort of kicked off a little uh, a little routine here at the at the show that on Friday. I make the point to have a nice lunch. I'm not a big lunch eater. I typically will eat breakfast a little late and then wait for dinner. Uh, I, I don't get hungry uh, very often during the day. So I've, I've decided on Friday, in keeping with that great tradition that you guys started this year, that I, you know, I, I find some place that I, I wouldn't normally go and treat myself. And I had to come up to Indiana, and you had to take me to one place for lunch on Friday. Uh, where would you take me? What's one of your favorite places? Uh, I would go to the Volcano. Uh, you, you know, I was a South Chicago guy. I know pizza. They're great. I mean, oh I, yes. Oh, you're speaking my language now. Yes, I love deep dish. I love I love pizza. I love it a little too much sometimes. Uh, but uh, no, that's that's great. I, I would I would happily happily go to the volcano with you. Hey, listen, John. Uh, we will. Um, we're looking forward to having you on once a quarter to keep us posted on all things happening out there in the banking marketplace. But I really um, sincerely want to congratulate you and your team. There is a tremendous chasm between brands that survived COVID-19 and brands that thrived during 
COVID-19, and everyone at No Train Federal Credit Union is certainly in that latter category. So bravo to you and your team. And again, thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast Special Edition, Bank Like a Champion Today. Thank you, John. Thank you, Jason. Uh, it's a great job. Every time. Every time you come on. Yeah, on his first uh, episode with us back in June of 2020, John said something that has stayed with me the entire year. He said, you can't fake experience. That is so true. You heard him talk about taking that experience from the Great Recession back in the late 2000s and being prepared for what happened this year. And the results, the results cannot cannot be hidden. It's just amazing what they're doing up at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You can find John Wilkening out on LinkedIn. Um, you can get a hold of him. He is very responsive. If you want to reach out and ask what they've been doing and why they've been doing such a good job, he's very, very happy to talk to you about that. Um, speaking of LinkedIn, I checked in on LinkedIn this morning. We're broadcasting on the 4th of December, and that happens to be John's birthday. So happy birthday, John. Or as they say around here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. Alles gut zum Gurbestag. Happy birthday in German. Yes, I speak a little bit of German, but no Spanish, which is weird considering I'm just your garden variety brown person. All right. Two shows left in the year 2020, not forever. Sorry, CUNA, Credit Union Conference Clan, will be back. Next week, we're going to do a follow-up with the most listened-to show in the history of the Power Performance Podcast. And for those of you that launch a podcast that lasts for 15 or 16 seconds, this show has been broadcasting continuously since March of 2010, over 10 years. And if you want to know why, it's because we're the best. There's no other show that sounds like this. We're not in any genre. What is the Power Performance Podcast? It's the Power Performance Podcast. And next week, we're going to follow up with that 15-year-old sophisticate, Grace Heinrich. See how she's been doing since she came on the air and just blew up the show with her grace and charm and sophistication and knowledge of the power of theater. And there's so many applications Theater and a great performance has the power to convert skeptics to being loyal to your brand, loyal to your performance, where they go tell other people about it. And the way that she came on and did that first show, we just had to follow up with her and see how she's doing. And then our final show of the year has become tradition just going to play some beautiful Christmas music, and then we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks and come back in 2021 stronger than ever. There is a tremendous chasm, as I mentioned before, between brands that survived COVID-19 and brands that thrived. Eloquent Online thrived in 2020. The Power Performance Podcast thrived in 2020 because you can't fake experience. Hey folks, have a great, great weekend and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open